Blog Talk Radio. One day when heaven was filled with his praises, one day when sin was as black as could be, Jesus came forth to be born of a virgin, dwelt among men, my example is he. The word became flesh and the light shined among Glory revealed, living He loved me, dying He saved me, buried He carried me, my sins far away, rising He just. Oh, 
carried, He carried my sins far away. Rising, He justified. Brother, sister, I am Dr. Uh, J.T. Lee from Jesus Number One Ministry. Uh, it is great honor again to talk uh, to brother, sister. And uh, lately, I have seen may uh, I had uh, many uh, dreams and visions about the end times. Uh, I like to share uh, the one that I had uh, today first. This morning I had a dream. Um, that dream was I was in the um, in the wedding banquet. In my dream, that was my wedding. And um, and then I see the people and the seat. Almost half seat was empty. And then uh, a lot of people who sit there, I don't know them personally. Even though I don't know them personally, I, I went there and then I greet them. And then I walk up and God and then I pray this morning. And God remind me that dream was and um, that wedding was the wedding of the Lamb. The people in the same hall, those people actually they came to Christ and become a believer and become a bride of Jesus through our ministry because so many uh, our ministry is focused to the website and um, social media network so I don't really know them personally so I, I encouraging brother sister who doing uh, Facebook and YouTube um, any any other thing the website continue to do the the glory of God so many people will change and they will be ready and you're going to have a you, you're going to have a reward for that in heaven and then when i um had a and i had when i remind when i when i when i would think about that dream almost half seat is empty so i thought the day of the uh the day of of wedding of the lamb is far away from now on and i see and i think about it i had a vision this morning that vision was i was i see the uh, uh, pots is boiling and the next vision was people are serving to the dining table the the food, the dish are ready. Not only that, everything, not only that, but everything is ready for the for the wedding. So in the spiritual realm, the wedding of the Lamb is done. I mean, I mean, it's ready. 
But physically, we always think about physical time is different than spiritual time. When God talked to Adam and Eve, you will die. And at that time, he spiritually died first. But physically, you know, he had to wait. Flesh become, you know, old and die. That's why it completely makes sense. So many people uh, for the last several years just said that they're just coming in this year. Actually, they are talking about just coming in the spiritual year. And anyway, the time of uh, his coming is very, very soon. And the next vision of uh, I I had was I um a a knife. It's like um a little bit bigger than pocket knife. It's around what ten inch or fifteen inch. When I see it, I see something something horrible thing coming. And it might be a six series event, which is great earthquake and uh, tsunami. And the next vision was a, a big fence, at least like a high as seven or eight foot, and everything is covered. There's nothing is 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 missing. It's completely covered. Uh, ring uh, fence. So that remind me, God is protecting His believers. So no matter whatever happened to come, God is protecting. That's why we shouldn't have any fear, because we know the tsunami is coming to the east coast of Florida. I'm still living in Florida. Actually, we are on the way. Actually, we are on the way to looking for. Because God's showing me not only this time, I mean, a lot of time to now dreams about um, about going to a different state. But anyway, time is over and something is coming. The year 2016, we have to think about uh, several things. If you're watching Sid Ross Supernatural, um, two years ago, Glenda Jackson showed up to uh, Sid Ross. And she said that in 2016, and I mean, she said the next uh, presidential election was canceled. Obama become re-elected, and then not many people. Not only that, many people has been prophesied Obama will be the last president of the United States. Even considered, nobody know the day and day day and hour. Even considered the rapture is uh, happening this year. We still have to go to seven more years for great tribulation. So if Obama is finished this year, so he, he cannot be the last president. So if I combine the two prophecies together, they mean something horrible thing coming, which is California earthquake and East Coast tsunami. Because of that was happening this year, Obama become re-elected to the next president. That's a possible scenario we we could think about it. And then another thing I'd like to talk is in the 2013 part of Obamacare. And um, if you still remember that in 2016, and every U.S. citizen has to get a, 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 a get a RFID chip in. 2016 this year. I don't think this is this is um this is a coincidental thing. I believe even demon know when 
is his time. So 2016 uh, is a very special year. And um, as a as a working uh, hospital, I'd like to share um, 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 several testimony you know, of my patient. Actually, I had uh, two patients had an um, out-of-body experience. Um, two patients I saw recently had an out-of-body experience. One of the patients I saw uh, around four weeks ago, she had a, around, she had a two times uh, near-death experience. One time she was taken out of body and she met Jesus. Uh, that made her face become stronger. And uh, one patient who had a uh, stopped heart, she, and then he was miraculously uh, sustained his life. And now he's he become a faithful Christian, and also God is healing the uh, many people. I had a a couple of weeks ago, I had a patient who had a two weeks and have a two weeks couldn't speak, couldn't move much, and in two weeks because because of a worse stroke, he will he become paralytic both and right and left side. He failed the swallow evil. He he couldn't speak at all. In two weeks, I was even feel so so sorry about him. I had a simple prayer. It's not real prayer. I simply just talk. You know, I just said, "In Jesus' name, be here," and a miracle happened. Next day, he spoke f- for the first time. In the same time, the late uh, this man uh, spoke for the first time. The same flow, neurologic flow. A lady had come for the uh, stroke kind of symptom, but she had a, a lot of pain in the legs, uh, which is most likely diabetic neuropathy, and she had a shoulder pain and chest pain. The pain was out of control, so even I asking pain management doctors to see her. And then I pray. I pray for her, and the next day when I saw her, she said, there is no pain at all. So God here, the the diabetic neuropathy, the worst form of a pain, she had God here. So God is still doing the miracle. And then, not only that, we are waiting for the greatest revival. I hope that will be happen. Now, a lot of people, I mean, know the tsunami earthquake. But also we know that that also bring the greatest revival. And then I want my brother sister, because oh, we repent our sin, and we have to turn away from the sin. Another thing I can I like to talk about is fear. Because if you're watching the all the news nowadays, the terror attack every other day, the ice is killed, also tsunami is coming. So some so many people ha- have been fearful. But as a real Christian, you shouldn't have any fear at all. Even though we may get killed by the terrorists today, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have any fear. Because God is not looking for a condition. But God is looking for our heart. So that's why we continue Loving God and and loving our neighbors and brothers and continue 
focus to Jesus, we continue to do our best for the glory of God. Because we we just started the uh, new year, like 17 years ago, 18 years ago. Because year 2016 must be very blessing. I'd like to share a few uh, Bible verses today. Isaiah 43:18-19. Remember not to not the former think, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. God said to the Isaiah, "Remember not the former thing." Because the reason I was talking to this because so many Christians still looking at the for old. So many Israeli they looking at uh, Egypt. We shouldn't. You shouldn't look at it. Lost wife, look back. You shouldn't look back, because Christian, if they're looking at back and blame themselves and blame others, and those people cannot go to future. So it is time to forgive yourself and forgive others. That is one of the step condition before we going to the next level. And um, Second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. Hebrews ten twenty four twenty five. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see, the day drawing near. The day is getting closer. And God recommended meet together, and not only meeting together, and stop encouraging one another to love and good works. In another Bible verse, Philippians chapter 2, verse 14, Do all things without complaining and disputing. Because still, some Christians, they're complaining. I, I give you some challenge from all the condition to fast. Sometimes fasting is not only fasting food. To stop complaining, I did it as a fasting condition. Because three years ago, I said, I'm not going to complain any more in this month. And then that condition become now my my routine life, my routine effort, routine goal, not to complain. Oh, of course, something horrible thing, something bad happened. So working in the hospital, you know, of course, something happened all the time. But I don't blame anything to the nurse, to the patient. I don't blame to the, any other doctor. Because complaining is not really helping. Some problem is there. We have to fix the problem. We have to find the problem and um, change the system. Just blame others. 
instead of blame others. Not only that, First uh, Thessalonians chapter four, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in any circumstance. That is God's will in Christ Jesus. So God wants us to pray without ceasing, give thanks in any circumstance. And First uh, Thessalonians chapter four, and one of the God's will is sanctification. He wants us living holy life. That is God's will. So we, this is time to focus to God completely. It is time to be truly be ready. Because so many Christians have been seeing, still not many people are truly ready. That's why tsunami earthquake come and that bring great revival. That's why when I, and I had a dream this morning, half of a that hall was empty, meaning still more people need to be ready. It's our duty to talk our brothers and sisters and continue pray for them, continue encouraging them. And the time is really, really short. And Revelation 22, 12. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. Verse 14. Blessed are those who do his commandment, that they may have the right to the tree of life, and may enter through the gate into the city. This is the New King James Version, but this is a wrong translation. Instead of his commandment, Newer generations is in uh, some, sometimes newer generation like NLT, NIV, ESB has some issue, but in terms of uh, this part is better translation. ESB said, "Blessed are those who wash their robe, so they so that they may have a right to tree of life, and they that they may enter the city by the gate." The Alexandria manuscript that they translated as commandment, and Byzantine manuscript as rob. I believe Byzantine is correct. The reason was, blessed are do- those who wash their rob, because now as a bride of Jesus, we understand the meaning. But people, long time ago, they didn't have a concept as as uh wash their robe that's why similar word in greek that was a commandment but that was error because truly our our robe become washed and clean that's why ephesians 5 27 without stain without wrinkle blame is blame is uh, blame is that perfect condition where god is looking for that's why first corinthians chapter 7 Verse 1, perfecting holiness, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. It is, we have been, we have been running marathon for a long time. I guess, I guess, I've been waiting for Jesus since 2009, well, 60 years. Before I was waiting, but really desperately waiting was 60 years. Our journey is almost over. 
so it is time to the you know when you when you run the last point finish finish line we just make it even the hardest this is the year this is the year we we make really hard dash to the point to the end point nobody know the day and hour but time is really getting closer so i hope all the brothers sister all the brothers sister who listen to this this message there and god remind me this morning after seeing the uh, a wedding banquet the dinner table is completely ready so let's be ready to all the time let's pray Father God, we I pray for brother sister. Uh, so many people actually are disappointed last year because um, the blood moon, the last blood moon in September, nothing happened. But you showed your prophet. You showed my wife that there's nothing gonna happen in September. And you even you talked to so many different prophets. Nothing gonna happen last year. That was true. That was correct. Now Matthew 25. Father God, so even all the ten virgins become um, become slumber and slap. I believe be starting that season already. The last people are now waiting, waiting for you. So it is time to do our best. It's time to waking up from our sleepingness. It is time to repent our sin a daily basis. And every time we sin, we repent our sin right away. We have to turn turn our way from the the wicked way. We have to completely turn away from the wicked, our uh, sinful uh, uh, um, lifestyle. It's completely dedicated to Jesus Christ. Completely surrendered. Completely, completely, and uh, looking up our, our self and really humble down and seek the kingdom of heaven first. Because time is near. Time is real near. So many Christians are not ready. So many Christians, are don't, they don't have the robe of righteousness, which is a wedding garment, is not ready yet. So, Father God, Father God, give us wisdom and power and strength. So, let us continue to seek the kingdom of God first. Because time is over. Father God, all the brothers and sisters, make them stronger, powerful, but pour out your spirit, pour out your glory, pour out your love on them. So let them renew the first love. Let them love Jesus Christ with their all heart. So let, let them be renewed again. Our flesh become weak, but our, our, we are, we are with Almighty God. We could do anything possible. There's nothing impossible. We have a face. We, we overcome through our face. Because everything is possible. Because God is making possible. We have a faith. We don't have any fear of anything. No fear of a terror attack. No fear of nothing. And we always say the righteous way. We always worship you, loving you, trusting you. So continue to prepare us. Continue to guide us. Continue showing the way. And thank you. Everything you've done for us. And I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So it is great time to uh, talk to you, talk to you, brother, sister, in the Lord's hour, and God continue to bless you and guide you, and shalom. Thank you, thank you, my brother JT. Praise the Lord.
for the audio he made for the Lord Child. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God is so awesome. God is so good. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that word of encouragement. The food for the wedding is being uh, put on the table. It's being, hallelujah, uh, put on our plate. You who, who, who whose name is in the book of life, who's, who, who is in that list, thank you, that brother body, who is in that list to be going home, Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus wants to bring you home. The Lord wants to bring you home to your home. Your home is heaven. After Adam and Eve sin in the garden, the earth, praise you, Jesus, was not their home no more. It was their home in the beginning. But because they sin, they sin. Now, heaven is our home, brothers and sisters, and that's why we are going home. Every time I've been taken to heaven by the Lord Jesus, in the moment I enter heaven, I immediately get a great sense of home. You are welcome. You are loved. You are taken care of. Heaven is our home. Praise you, Jesus. And there's so much family in heaven waiting for us, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Jesus. You don't want to miss the rapture, the rapture, the departure, the cut up in the ear, because it's going to be a great day for us. Thank you, Jesus. A great a day that we are going to enjoy so much, so much. And Jesus wants us to desire to come home, to desire to be in heaven with him. Praise you, Lord, because he wants us to be up there. He wants us to come home, brothers and sisters. That's what Jesus wants. Now, we have an enemy called Satan. Lucifer at the beginning, but now Satan, brothers and sisters, that don't want us to come home, who wants us to go to the lake of fire with him. But are we going to please the devil, or are we going to please Jesus? I believe we were made to worship God, the word of God teaches us, and I say it. And so, brothers and sisters, we have to please the Lord. We have to please God and nobody else, brothers and sisters. In Revelation 12, 9, says, that great dragon was cast out, that serpent, the all called the devil and Satan, who deceived the whole world. He was cast out onto the earth, and his angel was cast out with him. The devil don't want you, brothers and sisters, to enjoy what God has what God has for you. Praise you, Lord. But you don't serve the devil. You don't serve Satan. You serve Jesus. Praise you, Lord. You serve the Lord. And because we serve the Lord, the Lord is the one who we want to please. Thank you, Jesus. The Apostle Peter warns the brothers and sisters. It says, be sober, First Peter 5, 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walk about as a royal lion seeking whom he may devour, brothers and sisters. And the reason why the devil had to see many, brothers and sisters, to go to hell is because, hallelujah, they had not walked in the fear of the Lord, but they they, they did walk in the fear of the devil. They fear Satan, what he can do to them, but they don't fear the one. Jesus said, don't fear him that can destroy your body, but fear him 
that can destroy your body and soul in hell. And that's only mighty God, Father God, Yahweh, and Yeshua Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Very important. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We see in Second Samuel 24, 1, and again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he said to move David against them to say, go number Israel in Judah. In other words, what, what Satan did to David was to move the trust of David and unto his God, Jehovah God, and to, his, to, to move his trust unto his own army, God's army, in, in, the, in God's anger. Hold on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says there in First Chronicles 21, 11, and Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. Satan stood up. Satan is going to stand up against you and your belief. But what do you do? The Bible said you should receive the devil and he will flee from you, brothers and sisters. There is a sister, a sister called Lilith, I believe it is. She was taken to her uh, hell in earth. Come on, tell me her testimony today. And she was shown when Satan and his demon rebelled against God decided to go their own way. And I want, I want to play the audio tonight, and I want you to meditate on this, pray about it, brothers and sisters, to encourage you not to be deceived. Just what the Lord, brothers and sisters, said in Matthew 24, be you not deceived. Hallelujah. It's very important, very important we are not deceived. And that's what the devil came, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We read in Joel 1, said then, now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. There you go. You go to present yourself and to prayer before God. There is a devil to try to, hallelujah, ruin your prayer time with God. Brothers and sisters, don't let him. Don't let him. You present a fasting, immediately the devil throws thoughts of hunger in you. And all kinds of food that you like, rebuke that. In Jesus' name. Don't let him steal your blessing. Joel 1, 7. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence hast come thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking up up and down upon it. So he was walking up on the earth, up and down. He walked up on the earth, up and down, brothers and sisters. But the Lord is with us. We don't need to fear. We don't need to fear. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise your God. And in the conversation with Satan and the Lord, the Lord said unto Satan, How thou not consider my servant Joe that is not like him on the earth, and pray, perfect, an upright man who fear God and keep evil. Hallelujah. Close the door to evil. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Thy Joe fear God for now, for nothing. It's another translation says that. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he had is in thy power only upon himself. Do not fall thy hand upon his soul, as the translation says. So Satan went forward from the presence of the Lord. Praise you, Jesus. And it's not that Satan can go back to heaven. And a lot of people have a misunderstanding. No. It's that when the Lord comes down here, he can talk with the Lord. I've seen that myself. The Lord has shown that to me. And the cloud somewhere. Praise the Lord. Joe 2 1. And there there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came among them to present himself before the Lord. Praise the Lord. Why is Satan presenting himself before the Lord? 
because even Satan has to give an account to God. Jesus has all power in heaven and on earth. Nothing can happen if he doesn't allow it. Not even Satan can harm or touch or go against anyone unless the Lord allow him like he allowed him with Job. Okay? Jesus has all power. Very clear. I remember Jesus say this, saying this to me in heaven in his throne. Tell my people that I am in control. And that is in his word. Father has given him all authority in heaven and on earth. Job 2.2. 2, and the Lord said unto Satan, For when cometh thou and Satan unto the Lord and said, this is Job 2.2, 2, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking up and uh, up and down upon him. And the Lord said unto Satan, Has thou considered my servant Job, that is not like him on the earth, perfect and upright? Hallelujah. One who feared God and schemed evil, and still he holdeth fast his integrity, and thou who moved me against him to destroy him without a cause. You see, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Revelation 12. He's going to accuse you and I. This is why when we sin, we need to repent immediately. No matter if you're working, if you are in the mall, if you're driving your car, if you're flying in a plane, if you're in a train, if you're in a basement, on the roof, praise you, Lord. It don't matter where you are. Even if you're on your boat in the middle of the sea, you can still repent. God can still hear your prayer. There's no limitation to your prayer. God can hear you always. That's why he put in us his Holy Spirit. Clear the right communication, in other words. God has with us, brothers and sisters. If we are repenting and the blood of Jesus is cleansing us, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, we are, hallelujah, now we have made right standing with God, righteousness before God through the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary on the cross, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And Satan answered the Lord and said, uh, Skin for skin, yea, all the men have will he give for his life. Talking about material, men loving material stuff. And Satan has seen people loving material stuff, and he felt that all Job had, he was willing to give his whole life for what he had. Don't ever do that, brothers and sisters. The Lord can give you so much more than what you have now. Job 2 says, And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thy hand. Only spare his life. Other translation says, Only spare his soul. And it, and it makes sense with what Jesus said. That God is the one that can destroy your soul in hell. Amen. Only, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Spare his soul, his life. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Job 2 7. So he went, Satan, from. For, uh, forward from the presence of the Lord and smart Job with soil boiled from the soil of, of the food unto his, unto his crown. There goes Satan making him sick. That's why all sickness, according to Hallelujah, Acts chapter 10, are from the devil or spiritual being attacking your body one way or another. And when you get sick, no matter what, pray, 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 and learn to wait on the Lord, brothers and sisters. It is just so important. A lot of people don't know how to do this. When you get sick, when you get attacked one way or another, pray, pray, pray. And learn to wait on the Lord. Psalm 109.6. Set out a wicked man over him and let Satan stand at his right hand. Why? Because he's the accuser. He's accusing. Hallelujah. Zechariah 3.1. And he showed me Joshua and the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing on the right hand to resist them. Praise the Lord. To accuse him. He's the accuser of the brethren. He was there to accuse Joshua. 
brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. Second three two. And the Lord said to unto Satan, The Lord rebuked thee, O Satan. Even the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuked thee. It is not this branch plant out of the fire. Praise you, Lord. See, it's showing there in Zechariah 2, 3, 2, that Satan will continually come against Jerusalem. All that trouble in the Middle East, but all these Arab nations, it is Satan rising himself up against the Jewish people, trying to provoke World War III. Because World War III will be with Israel, brothers. If you read your Bible, Ezekiel 38 and 39, World War III. Where will be with the Jewish people, says the word of God, and God cannot lie. So when you read, praise you, Lord, Revelation 19, Ezekiel 39, you see that we have World War III. It's going to be with Israel and nobody else. All these war words that Satan wanted to start from the beginning was Shalom there, sister, was to come against the Jewish people. He, he had wanted to destroy Having the Jewish people right from the beginning, but God had not allowed him to. But he had rights against them, had raised an army against the Jewish people. Zion, who will fight, Revelation 19, praise the Lord, who will fight for the Jewish people and put an end to Satan, the false prophet, the Pope, and the Antichrist, who we already know who it is. He's going to put an end to them. Praise you, Lord, praise you, Lord, praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 4.10. And Jesus said unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thou serve. You see, the Satan been seeking for worshiping, a worship from God's creation. And when he looked at Jesus, praising the born of Mary by the power of the Holy Spirit, he thought he could get him too, worship him. Wrong again. Wrong again. He wanted to stand in God's throne. Praise the Lord. And God did not allow him to. Praise the Lord. And we're cast out. You're going to hear this testimony of this sister Lily, who is taken to heaven, the third heaven, by Jesus. First to hell and then to heaven. And he shown to her what happened when Satan and his demon decided, or Satan decided that he wanted to be worshipped. He wanted to be like God, just like it says in the Word of God in Isaiah. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And again, Matthew 12, 26, if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. Now they show his kingdom stand. In other words, Jesus is saying, even the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of Satan is not divided. So why is the church divided? Uh-huh. If not even Satan divides himself. See, division doesn't come from God. It comes from the devil. It comes from the pit of hell. He, he teaches division, but he doesn't divide himself because he knows a kingdom divided will not stand. The devil knows that. Very clear. A full mind of understanding about that, that a kingdom divided will not stand. So he preaches division, but he doesn't do it himself. Praise Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, Matthew 16, 23. He, he, but he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou sourest not the thing 
that be of God, but those the things that be of men. Praise the Lord. Peter was seeking things he wanted, brothers and sisters. That's what Peter was seeking. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Peter was seeking the things of his own will, not the word of God. And Jesus had to rebuke Peter. The devil was using him. Every time you tend to be seeking your own will and not the word of God, learn to get on your knees and say, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. Humble yourself. God is calling us to humble ourselves in 2016. This is the year that God is calling the nation. God is calling his people to humble themselves. Judgment is on the horizon. Judgment is on the horizon. If you're not humbling yourself, you may have great loss this year because judgment is coming. I don't know the day or the hour, but the Lord has kept showing me judgment coming, imminent judgment. Praise the Lord. I'll let people repent. I want to make it clear. If this nation repents, if the nation repents, God can delay the judgment and put it up for another year. Praise the Lord. But it may come this year if people don't repent. Very clear. Remember what happened with Nineveh. When Jonah brought the message, the Nineveh repented of their sin, of their evil way, and began to fast, began to seek, to seek the face of the Lord. And what happened? God repented for the word, the judgment he had declared. God has to repent. See, if people repent, God repents. Or oh, isn't he an example of repenting, brothers and sisters? If we repent, then we have a mighty example in heaven. Our own Father in heaven repents. Why is it so hard for people to repent? Little man, little fallen man, why is it so hard for them to repent when Father God can repent? of declaring his own judgment, his own word of judgment. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. He teaches us so much. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible said in Mark 1, 13, that Jesus was there in the wilderness. He was in the wilderness for 40 days, tempted by Satan, and watched with the wild beasts, and the angel ministered unto him. Satan was there with his evil wild beasts and demons, but the Lord was there with his angel, his army, serving him. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Mark 3.21, here's the example. Jesus teaching, if Satan rise against himself and be divided, he cannot stand by half and an end. That is so true. Satan preaches division. But he doesn't apply those teachings. Sounds like a lot of people today. He teaches the vision, but he doesn't apply that to his own kingdom because he knows it works. It works. He doesn't believe his own teaching. He teaches the vision, deceiving, but he doesn't apply it to his own kingdom. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. God have mercy. Hallelujah. Give Jesus. Hallelujah. Mark 4, uh, 4 15. Hallelujah. And there are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard Satan come immediately, hallelujah, and take it away, the word that was sown in their heart. Oh, some people say, oh, Satan has no access to your heart. You got to preach that message again. That is a false teaching. Look what the word of God says. From where, from where does Satan take the word? Read it. 
Mark 4.15. Oh, Satan has no access to the heart. You got to repent for that message. It's not a message from God. The word of God says that he, he can take away the word that was sown in the heart. He can take that word from the heart, brothers and sisters. It's in the word of God. Read it carefully. Pray about it. Lord. But now look what it says, that, that same verse there. And these are they by the way. They are by the way. They are close to Jesus. They might be sitting in the church. They might be listening to the Lord's hour, but not repenting sincerely. They are just listening. God is moving. God is saving. God is healing. God is doing a lot of things with other people, but not with those. Not with those. They are just by the way. I'm just a listener, they say, but they don't repent. They don't repent. And when that happens, they have a huge open door in their heart. And Satan sticks his hand, his dirty hand, his dirty nails, and whoop, fly out the word out of there. Because they are open for the devil. If you're not sincerely repenting, your heart, your life is open for the devil to come against you. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, everything we need to know is in the word of God, Jesus told me. Praise you, Lord. Everything we need to know, Jesus told me, is in his word. Luke 10, 18. And he said unto them, his disciples, I beheld Satan as a lightning fall from the heaven. Praise you, Lord. He saw, he's fallen. He is a fallen being. He is a fallen angel. He is a fallen creature made by God. Brothers and sisters, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Luke 22, 3, for our own teaching and our own well. Hallelujah. And he ends, and, and, and then enters Satan into Judah, one of the disciples, one of the twelve. Her name is, Ke- praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Judah, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Judah opened his heart for Satan, his life. And what does Satan do? He enters his life with an open door. He's going to take that open door. You give him just a little bit, you'll take it. Don't give him nothing. Repent. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise your Lord. Luke 22, 31. And the Lord says, Simon, Simon, again he says, Behold, Satan has desired to have you. But we belong to the Lord. But Satan decided to have you, he says, that he may sift you as wheat. Praise you, Lord. Sift, come, take everything you have, Simon. Satan decided to take everything you have. And you say, but poor Simon, he was just a fishman, a broken man without any money, without anything practically. But it means he's going to take everything he has. Save from us weed. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. Because you don't understand that once this word is, is, is sown in our life and it's growing, it's producing, Satan wants your field. Your life is like a field that Satan wants, that Satan desires. And if he can get hold of you, if he can get hold of you, he can do a lot of harm. What do you think he wanted Moses' body? Why do you think that he fought with Michael for Moses' body? Because he knew that the Jewish people loved Moses and talked greatly of Moses. So today they do. And that if he entered Moses' body, although Moses was in heaven by that time already, but if he would enter Moses' body, 
Oh, he would have confused all the, the whole nation of the Jewish people. And today they would have worshipped idols, all kinds of idols. Brothers and sisters, they would have been worshipped today. And God would allow that, that, that sin, that Satan entered Moses' body. But now Michael had an order from Father. And Michael was not about to give it up, give up that body. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, John uh, thirteen twenty seven. And after the soup, after the soup uh, of Judah, Satan entered into him. Then Jesus said unto him, What thou dost, do quickly. Get it over with. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The apostle Peter knew about this. In Acts 5, 3, he says to Ananias, But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled thy heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? And to keep back the part of the price of the land. Why are you lying, Ananias? Don't you understand the seriousness? Hallelujah. The seriousness of this matter, Ananias. This is life and death. A lot of Christians don't understand the seriousness of, of salvation. They're still playing around with their salvation. And no wonder so many people are going to hell every day. That is a fact that I cannot change. I can only help people and some cannot go by teaching the truth. Thousands are going to hell every day. And a lot of them, a lot of them that used, that used to call themselves Christians, brothers and sisters. The Lord has shown them to several people. Uh, how many souls are being dropped to hell every minute, every hour? This is a fact. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Have mercy, O oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Acts 26, 18. To open the eyes and turn them from the darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sin and the inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith that is in me. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Praise you. That was the word, the word of the Lord to, to, to the Apostle Paul. Hallelujah. Romans sixteen twenty. And God the peace shall bruise Satan under your feet. Surely the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Praise you, Lord. It will be God putting Satan under our feet. Where was that? Where will God put Satan under our feet, brothers and sisters? Where will God put Satan under our feet? Let me tell you when. When the millennium begins, Satan will be bound in hell, in the bottom, in the, in the heart of the earth, in the middle of the earth. And we will be walking on the new earth while Satan is below the earth, bound for a thousand years. He's going to be put under our feet, certainly, certainly, for a thousand years. He will be imprisoned, bound under the earth, under our feet. The Lord is going to do this. Thank you, Jesus. What a beautiful revelation, huh? The Lord is so good. I thank you, Jesus, for a revelation of your words. Thank you, Lord. First Corinthians 5, 5. Deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Oh, God is so merciful. Hallelujah. Soon the flesh died or has to die for the soul to be, hallelujah, saved. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 7, 5. The fries ye not one another unless they were consent for a time only. This is when couple uh, decided to go to fasting. And if you're married, Sister or brother, you need you want to go to fasting, get an agreement with your wife or your husband. 
Why? Let me tell you why. That you may give yourself unto fasting and prayer and come together again that Satan thanks you not through your lack of self-frustrating. Self-strain, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Self-frustrating. Thank you, Jesus. Always do the fasting, the prayer for a long time in agreement. Thank you, Lord. Very important. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Second Corinthians 2 11, let Satan to get an advantage over us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thought about the devices of Satan that the Lord revealed to me. Let me, t- let me tell you a little bit about these devices that the Apostle Paul is referring to. There are devices that to, so Satan can, can he put devices in your mind while you're sleeping, when you sin. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. Lord, reveal this to me. When you're sleeping and you sin in your sleep, Satan can put devices to talk to your mind. He can put devices in your flesh, hallelujah, to play with your, fri- with your flesh. Praise you, Lord. Uh, the, 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 fl- the devices in your mind are communication devices. The devices in your body and your flesh paint you or to try to pull you away. Fornication, adultery, and so much. Praise you. Driving devices that come. Hallelujah. Uh, two, I'm sorry, two devices. You first got communication devices, controlling devices, two devices, two devices. Praise you, Lord, to open you up for you to be attacked all the time. Those are two devices. Hallelujah. Thank you. Controlling devices, praise you, Jesus. Controlling devices, those, those devices are very well. Much more devices, brothers and sisters, praise you, Lord. I, I, every day I'm, I'm praying hallelujah, these devices will be out of my life. Satan, praise you, Lord. If you, have, if you get a nightmare, if you get in bad dreams, praise you, Lord. If you get in bad dreams, and a lot of things continuously, you may have these devices in your life. You want to ask the Lord to remove these devices from your life. Again, what the, what the second uh, Corinthians 2, 2, 2, 11 says, let Satan should get an advantage over us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. If you are ignorant of these devices, Satan will take an advantage of you. He's been taking advantage of a lot of people that I know because they don't know about these devices. For we are not ignorant of his devices. So, again, thank you, Jesus. Have communication devices, controlling devices, two devices, hallelujah, rod devices is the other, rod. You have rod devices. And change devices is the other one I was looking for. Change devices, rod and change devices, they all fight together. That the Lord revealed me specifically he uses. And people, uh, people when people sin in their sleep at night, or when people are falling to sin at daytime, including, can put the devices in their life and begin to ruin their life. And, and they're crying. They say, oh, God, why is this happening to me? These devices are evil. But the apostle Paul says, but we're not ignorant of his devices. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Everything is in the word of God. Jesus taught me this before I, I read this in the word of God. Thank, and it's in the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. That's why everything he tells me, I know it's in the word. I'm going to find it out sooner or later. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians eleven fourteen. In no marvel for Satan himself transformed into an angel of light. A lot of people like to talk with angels. Every time an angel shows up in the rooms in private, 
they jumping up and down. Oh, thank you, Lord, for this angel. Oh, thank you. Be careful. Be careful. Read the word of God. Again, Second Corinthians eleven fourteen. And no marvel. But when they see an angel, they marvel. Oh, this is great. Look, God sent me an angel alive. What do you have to say to me? No marvel, says Paul. And no marvel. Don't get too excited. Don't think, oh, this is so great. Be careful. Use your discernment. Oh, ask the Lord. Again, 2 Corinthians 11, 14. And no marvel. For Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Let, let me tell you what happened to a, a sister I knew. I know for a long time. Boy, she knew the Bible better than I. She knew that word. My goodness. Well, let me tell you what happened to this sister. An angel from, from, from the pit of hell, she thought it was an angel alive from heaven, came to her bathroom and gave her a, this is real, this is real. This is real, brothers. This happened uh, back in the 90s to me. Praise, we used to work together. Praise you, Lord. The angel gave her a booklet, put it in her hand. This was physically in her bathroom. This was not spiritual. This was physically the angel transformed himself into an angel of light in her room, handed over a booklet, and he said, and the angel said to her, this here that I'm giving you is the true gospel, the true gospel. And it was totally contradicting the word of God, the Bible, totally, totally, 100% contradicting God's word. Now, do you thought that was from God? Do you think that's what from God? What she received was it's a contradicting the word of God. She was so excited to share this with me. So excited. And I said, oh, this was not from God. I'm sorry. This was not from God. Contradicting God's word. Think about that one. Think about it. Contradicting God's word. Telling her that this was the true gospel. Oh, God have mercy. You see, an angel of light, as Jesus Christ said, it has pulled this crisis to the Corinthians. Praise the Lord. For Satan himself transformed into an angel of light. That was the devil that transformed you, Lord. God have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Second Corinthians 12, 7. Unless I should be assaulted upon measure through the abundance of the revelation, however, there was given unto me a thorn in the flesh that the messenger of Satan will buffet me uh, I believe that word was, uh, as I we studied it for a long time, slapping was a brother, a new Greek, very good. And he said that Buffett was slapping, lest I should be assaulted about measure. Every time Paul, brothers and sisters, this, this teacher that we had a long time ago, he, he studied Greek all his life. And he said that in the Greek, the, that word Buffett means uh, slap, slap. Every time Paul... Hallelujah, got a little prideful that that demon came and slapped him in the face. Or slapped him in the body anyway. It just slapped him. Listen, listen. We were like, oh, wow, that is incredible. Every time he insulted himself, every time he a little pride got in him, oh, he uh, slapped him in the face. How he said it's time to him. That's what that demon did. That's what that demon specifically was in the life of Paul, who slapped him. Brothers and sisters. So it was not easy to fall, to, to be slapped all the time. But that's the way it was. That's because the Lord wanted him humble. 
I don't know what God is using to make you humble, but he's always used something, even if he has to use an angel to keep you humble. He will. God can use anything. Then don't say, that's not of the Lord. Well, it happens to Paul. Why do you think it's in the word of God? Thank you, Jesus. I know things that God has used to keep people humble that some people have shared with me, and I said, keeping you humble, right? Praise the Lord. His gracious sufficient. Thank you, Lord. First Thessalonians 2.18, Therefore we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, time and again, but Satan hindered us. There's a lot of things sometimes that we plan to do. But Satan is always looking to hinder us, brothers and sisters. That's why we always need to pray and pray for one another. Because Satan is always seeking to hinder us. Sometimes I, I can't prepare, ready to come on the Lord's hour, and my internet is not working. And I'm working with my computer and shutting my computer down. I'm working with everything. It's not working. It just won't work. Satan hindered the internet. Praise the Lord. Hindering the ministry. God have mercy. Second Thessalonians 2 9. Even him whose coming is according to the working of Satan, where all power and sign and lines wonder. Antichrist. First Timothy 1 20. Among them are Hermanels and Alexander, whom I have delivered unto Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. There you go. First Timothy 5 15. For some have already turned aside after Satan. That's what Paul says to Timothy. Look, Timothy, don't be concerned for everybody. Don't be concerned for everybody, Timothy. Timothy was a young man. And Paul wanted to teach him. He said, look, some have already turned aside unto Satan. That's why they're not going to listen to you or agree with you. Because Satan is already using them. A lot of people don't know this. Satan is already used to them. You're not going to convince them. They already, they're already turned aside into Satan. They already have given themselves to Satan, given their life. Some people already signed their life to Satan. I, I had a woman. I was ministering to this woman, and she looked me in the eye. I know she used to be a witch, but she looked me into the eye. She said, look, Alvy, I cannot be saved. And I'm telling her that Jesus died on the cross for everybody, that anybody can be saved. And she kept saying, no, 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 not me, not me, not me. And every time I went to minister to her, she kept saying, no, 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 not me, Elvie, not me. And I said, you know, if you don't mind, would you please tell me, why can you not be saved? And she told me, look into my eyes and said, because I already have signed my soul to the devil. I already signed a document to Satan. I signed my soul to him, and he gave me what I wanted, she said to me. I said, oh, wow, wow. That to me, that was, wow. And then another person told me the same thing. I said, I ministered to them. Praise you, Lord, because I knew they used to be wishful Satan. Praise you, Lord. But I didn't know that when they went in there to do whatever Satan wanted them to do, they signed, first they needed to sign the soul to him, and they did. Hallelujah. It's up to God after that. It's up to God. It's a, it's a serious matter. It is a serious matter because a lot of people do it knowingly, knowingly. And when they do it knowingly, oh, brothers and sisters, there is a lot there we don't know. Praise your Lord. It's like if someone who knows the word about the mark of the beast goes and, and gets the RFID in the right ink, which is the mark of the beast, the Lord told me they are in serious trouble. But it's up to God always. He's a judge. 
They are in serious trouble, the Lord told me, if they do that. Praise you, knowingly. Knowingly, if they do that, they have serious trouble. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Revelation 2.9. I know thy work in tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them. They say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Praise the Lord. No matter what someone said, brothers and sisters, check with the Lord. Don't you go making your own conclusion. Someone tell me, oh, yeah, I did that, but you know, now this isn't that. Check with the Lord. Check with the Lord. Because when that young man told me he got the RFID, I went to the Lord. The Lord told me he did it knowingly. It's too late for him. I'm like, what? The Lord told me, yes, too late. He did it knowingly. And I, then I asked another brother, will you please get a confirmation on this? And God told him the same. It is too late. He did it knowingly. Praise you, Lord. Brothers and sisters, there are serious matter down here. That we need to take it to the Lord. That's what we need to do. We don't know everything. We know very little. So we need to go to the Lord. And Jesus told me, like, there are people that that go under the knife in the hospital under serious surgery, and they get implanted the RFID without knowing, brothers and sisters. Even if it gets implanted somewhere in their body, but not in the right hand or on the forehead, Jesus told me that he can tell me, hallelujah, uh, that I, I need to bring it to him. And, and and if there's any other part of the body, they can still be saved, the Lord told me. They can still be saved. So we need to be careful how we judge. Praise the Lord. How do, how do we say things, even say it? Revelation to churching. I know the work where thou dwellest, even where Satan sitteth, that thou hast holdest fast my name and hast not denied my faith, even in those days where a people was my faithful murderer who was slain among you, where Satan dwells. Satan, the Lord revealed this to me. Satan has his specific places on this earth where he dwells, where he has thrones, where he enthroned himself. And those are his dwelling, dwelling. There are places that those are his dwelling, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. And some of them can be a church. Now, you take that to prayer. But one was, one was revealed to me that Satan dwells there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So be careful. Pray about anything or anyone or any place. Check with the Lord. Some people say, oh, Satan cannot dwell in the church. You better seek the Lord about it because it's more to the eye. Thank you, Jesus. Revelation 2.24. But unto you I say and unto the rest of Assyria, and I don't mean to say that Satan is in every church. No, that's not what I'm saying. Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. If you don't understand something I'm saying, please email me to sapa9999 at gmail.com. Praise the Lord, because I'm not saying Satan is in every church. Praise the Lord. It's not what I'm saying, or that every church belongs to Satan. Neither I'm saying that. Praise the Lord. Revelation 2.24, unto you I say, and unto the rest of your theory, as many have the doctrine and who have not known the death of Satan, as they say, I will put upon you another burden. Revelation 29. Behold, I, make, I, I, I will make them of the synagogue of, of Satan, who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship at thy feet, 
and to know that I have loved thee. See, the Lord is the one, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, that's going to do this. Hallelujah. Revelation 22, and, and he lay called the dragon, the serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. Revelation 27. And when the thousand years expire, Satan should be loosed out of his prison. He won't be there for too long. Now, I want you to hear the testimony of the sister that was taken to the third heaven, hell and heaven, and shown when the angels follow Satan, when Satan decided that he wanted to be worshipped. Praise you. Listen to it. Praise you, Lord. angels that were in heaven, the divine experience of Citralis Janet Hernandez from the Church of Flame of Fire of the Holy Ghost, Mexico. Editor's Note Greetings to you in the name of Jesus Christ. This testimony reveals the events that took place in heaven when Lucifer, who is now Satan, rebelled against God and deceived other angels because he wanted to sit on the throne of the Most High. This revelation was given to a young lady called Citralis from Mexico in 2014 by the Lord Jesus Christ. The content of it can be found in the following verses of the Bible. Isaiah chapter 14, 12 to 15. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Revelation chapter 12, 4, 7 to 9. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Luke chapter 10 verse 18. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. We pray that you will be blessed as you listen or read it in Jesus' name. Amen. Brethren, may the Lord bless you. My name is Sitlalis. I will speak about my third experience. 
the Lord ministered to servant Alexander, and while the Lord ministered to him, he was speaking through him and asked me what I would do if he took me to where the angels that were in heaven are. And I replied, If you're going to take me, may I go led by your hand. That was on the 26th of March, 2014 at 8 p.m. When he asked me that, during that time, I started to feel something in my heart and I began to be anxious. I said that I needed to prepare because if the Lord told me that, it's because he would take me there. At approximately 10 days from that time, I could perceive it in my heart and I started to feel that I needed to make an effort in preparation and when I started to make this effort the Lord confirmed even more to me that I was indeed going to go to that place I will read to you a biblical scripture in Jude 1 5 to 10 in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost I will therefore put you in remembrance though ye once knew this how that the Lord having saved the people out of the land of Egypt afterward destroyed them that believed not and the angels which kept not their first estate but left their own habitation he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh are set forth for an example suffering the vengeance of eternal fire likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh despise dominion and speak evil of dignities yet Michael the archangel when contending with the devil he disputed about the body of Moses does not bring against him a raiding accusation but said the Lord rebuked thee but these speak evil of those things which they know not but what they know naturally as brute beasts in those things they corrupt themselves my experience was on the 13th of April 2014 during the service that we were having at church during prayer the Lord started to minister into my life and when he was ministering into my life the Lord showed me how demons attacked the church and then I saw that the earth was opening up and a horrible smell started to come forth then I saw a lake that had so much fire demons started to come out and when they started to come out the Lord ministered into my life the servant or pastor Francisca came and touched my forehead and said that the Lord was going to take me to the place where the angels were when she said that I fell on the floor and she began to anoint me from my head to the soles of my feet I began to feel pain enter me from my feet all the way to the top when the pain started to move up I could no longer feel my hands I told my pastor to anoint my hands because I could no longer feel them I could no longer feel my heart I felt that I was going to die when I began to feel that way I saw an angel getting closer to me and when he started to get closer to me he said look at this and don't take your sight off it fix your eyes on it and I set my eyes on it and I saw that it was like a circle of fire and it was turning like a whirlwind 
when the fire was turning, I saw how the other angel grabbed it and put it into another cup. I heard a voice say, Servant, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. And one angel said, Grab his hand because of where you're going to go. It's a place of torment. It's where the angels which are believed not to exist are. The angels that were in heaven are now in this place with Satan. When he said that, I took the hand of our Lord Jesus Christ. We started to walk and I saw a huge door. It had huge chains. The Lord spoke a few words to those doors. When he spoke these words, the doors opened easily and we entered into that place. I heard moanings of people, but they weren't in that place. We continued to walk and there were two paths. One was to where the Lord was going to take me and the other was to the throne of Satan. I told the Lord, let's go. I don't want to be in this place. The Lord replied, I will just show you how the throne of Satan is, but I won't take you to the center. When he said that, I saw on my left a throne, but that throne wasn't like a real throne, but instead it was like a dead throne. It didn't have anything. It's desolate. But the Lord didn't allow Satan to get out of the throne. He took me by his hand and told me, Walk, walk. We continued to walk, and on my right I saw huge, enormous rocks, and they were hot coals. They were very hot. It was very hot in that place. We continued to walk, and we entered into a tunnel. And in that tunnel, as we were walking in, at the end of it, I saw a jail. And on that jail, it was written, Angels that are cursed from heaven, that are fallen. The Lord opened the jail of where the angels were. When I entered into that jail, we continued to walk, and we went into a cave. And in that cave were many arrows, many chains, many sticks, and those sticks had thorns. I looked on my left and I saw a notebook that was there, but there was no writings in it. And the Lord told me to continue to walk because we had not yet arrived to where the angels were. I continued to walk with him, and when we arrived at the place where the angels were, I saw some beautiful angels. They were beautiful. One of them told me, Tell our Lord Jesus Christ to get me out of this place. Tell him to get me out of this place. Tell the Father to forgive me and to get me out of this place. And I told him that I couldn't do anything. When I told him that, he started to blaspheme against God and said, That's why Satan brought me into this place, because he can't do anything. When he started to say that, the Lord Jesus Christ began to cry and told me, You see how Satan wraps even the angels? Now with more reason he wraps human beings to bring them to this place. I saw an angel speaking to another angel and he was reproaching the other angel saying, Because of your fault I am in this place. Because of your fault I am here in this place. If I hadn't listened to you, I wouldn't be in this place. But now I regret being in this place. When that angel said that, the other angel told him, Be quiet, be quiet. Don't tell me anything because you also believed in the words of Lucifer. When he had spoken those things, I saw how the angels started to gather together and make a pact, and they began to blaspheme and curse. 
And I saw the smallest angel of them all, and he said to me, Take me out of this place. And I said, I can't get you out of this place. And when I told him that, I saw how teeth were coming out of his mouth and out of his fingers were coming out enormous nails. And he grabbed me by my arms and told me, Get me out of this place because I don't want to be in this place. Get me out right now. And I told him, I can't get you out of this place. And when I told him that, he said, If you can't, then you're going to stay with me. And when he told me that, I entered into desperation. I started to scream and I told him, No, let me go because I'm not going to stay in this place. And the Lord Jesus Christ was beside me, but he was not saying anything to him. And that angel was holding me and was telling me, You're then going to stay with me until when the great judgment comes. I told him, I won't stay with you because the Lord has chosen me to come where these angels are and come out and say to the earth and tell the people how Satan has deceived you. The angel said, Don't say anything. Don't say anything. I told him I would say it because the Lord Jesus Christ has chosen me. When I told him that, he came and grabbed me much stronger and the Lord Jesus Christ told me, Don't be afraid because I will take you to heaven. When he told me that, we went up through a door that the angels have no right to open. When we were going up, the Lord said to me, I will show you the place where those angels used to rejoice, where they exalted the name of my Father, where they glorified and didn't get tired, and I will show you how Satan was before. We went up in that tunnel, and there was a room closed with a letter that read, It is prohibited to trespass, because the one that trespasses will come to that place, and that place was prohibited for the angels. The Lord showed me how those angels were before. It wasn't one or two angels. They were millions of them that you couldn't be able to count them. In different forms, they were angels, archangels, cherubims. They were found in that place. Every angel had a position. Some played instruments, others glorified God, and others would sing. The Lord showed it to me in a screen like a movie. I saw all the angels rejoicing, glorifying God. I saw all that. And I saw one angel that got close to an archangel. And I couldn't understand who that angel was, but he was very beautiful. He got close to the archangel and he told him, Help me so I can sit on the throne of God. And the archangel told him, I can't do that because we don't have the authority to go into that place. And he told him again, Come on, help me. And if you help me, come on, help me. And if you help me, I will help you so God can give you another higher job. When he told him that, the other angel replied, It's good then. I will help you, but I want you to help me tell the others. When he told him that, I said to the Lord, Lord, what is the name of that angel? And the Lord replied, His name is Lucifer. He's the one that started to deceive this angel in order to deceive the rest of them. Then Lucifer got close to the other angels. They stopped singing, worshipping and glorifying God. They started to walk and came out of the place and they were heading to the throne of God. But Lucifer told one of them, 
Wait for me here. I am going to see if the Father is there. And when he said that, the smallest angel, the one that played an instrument, asked him, Why do you want to go to the throne of God? Aren't you content with being in his presence? And Lucifer replied, It's because I want to be just like him. I want to be worshipped because I am his spoiled one. I also want to be worshipped and to be praised just like him. And if you come with me, I promise you that I will give you something way better than God. And the angel that played the instrument replied, I accept. And Lucifer started to walk. He started to look around from one side to the other. Then he told the rest of the angels, Come, the throne of God is empty. But he didn't realize that there were two angels in the throne of God. It was Archangel Michael and Archangel Gabriel. They were standing at one door and he didn't see them. At opening the door, the angel Michael said, What do you want in this place? You have your place that God has given you. And Lucifer responded, Look, I just want to enter into the throne of God to feel what it feels like to be worshipped. And Gabriel said, You have no right to be in this place. You have no right to be here. God has only given permission to two angels to be assigned here. No more angels can enter here. Only when God speaks or when he calls them. And Lucifer started to tell them, I want you to help me so I can enter. Come on. He started pleading, Permit me to enter. Only for a moment. Lucifer wasn't successful with the angels Michael and Gabriel. He got very angry against them. When he started to get angry at them, I saw how Michael and Gabriel pulled out a sword, but Lucifer didn't have any sword, not even the angels that he brought with him, because those angels were in charge of glorifying and sanctifying God and played instruments. When Satan saw that angel Gabriel and angel Michael pulled out their swords, he came out of the throne of God towards the back. And the angels Michael and Gabriel came out of the throne from the door that they were both located at. Lucifer started to scream, and when he started to scream, angel Michael and Gabriel started to scream at the rest of the angels and told them, Run, run, because an evil has entered in here, in this place, and in the throne of God there should be no such thing. Then I saw how the angels of Satan started to wage war against the angels of God. I saw how they started to fight and the Lord Jesus Christ started to cry. He cried and I looked at him and he said, Look at what is going on. When he told me to look at what was going on, I saw all these things and a voice in the heavens like thunder was heard and a shining light appeared with so much fire and with a huge sound and noise. And he said, Lucifer, why hast thou done this? Lucifer replied, Because I also want to be praised just like you. I want to be exalted like you. I want to be like you. And God said, You will never be like me and you will never be because today I curse you and I cast you out of my throne and you will be cast down to the earth. You along with the rest of the angels that were with me. And if you want to be worshipped, they will worship you because over here in my kingdom, no one will worship you. I am the only one 
that they praise, worship, and glorify. I saw how a big hand cut them out into the earth. I saw how the angels were falling. It looked like the sand of the sea when they were falling. They started to fall angels, archangels, cherubims, all types of angels. When they fell, I asked the Lord Jesus Christ, Where are they now? He said to me, I will take you again to the place where they were. Him another question, but you don't come out in here. Jesus replied, I hadn't been created yet in this place because Lucifer was the spoiled one of God. He was his right hand, but he wasted it because of trying to be like God. That's why God sent me to the world to die for everyone and each one of you, to take away condemnation, to take away sin, because Satan wants to keep everyone in that place of torment. That's why my Father has formed me and has sent me to the earth, and I have resurrected, and I am at the right hand of God. My Father wants a humble kingdom. He wants to see you. He wants to see your brokenness in your heart, and for you to be pleasing before Him. Then He told me, Let's go, we must descend. I told Him, Please wait, I don't want to go to that place. And He told me, It is necessary because if I don't show you, you won't be able to tell the ones on earth where the angels are, where all that will fall, all those that will not repent of their sins and of their wickedness, it will be here that they shall fall, and in here there will be a great judgment. This is where they will be judged, all those who have sinned and those who have cursed. When he told me that, we descended. When we came down, I saw how smoke was coming out of that place and I heard screams out of that place, but it was the angels that had fallen into that place. When I arrived at that place, I saw how the angels were falling. The wings were bent when they were falling into that place. They had fallen into a lake of fire, and when they fell into that place, they started to blaspheme God and also Lucifer. When they started to blaspheme, I saw how their wings were cut off each and every one of them. At the instant their wings were cut off, in their foreheads were placed plates that read 666, and in their noses a ring that led them to where they were, and their arms were tied down with chains behind their backs, and their garments started to burn. Their hair turned black because it used to be golden. Their skin started to burn. I saw another angel that cried when his wings were cut off and told another angel, Because of your fault I am in this place. And the other angel responded, But good for you that you wanted another position in the throne of God. When he told him that, his white garments started to burn and they turned gray in color. I saw how those angels were falling and how in an instant their wings were cut off. And in the bars, in that place, a sign read, You're cursed eternally in this place, and you will be judged on the day of judgment, and you will come back to this place forever and ever, and you will never get out. When I saw that, the Lord Jesus Christ told me, I will show you where Satan is. Satan was placed in a different place away from the rest of the angels. He fell from heaven, and when he was falling in that place, 
He caught fire. His wings could no longer fly. They were bent. He said, I need to fly. I need to fly because I need to get out of this place. And I don't want to be in this place. I don't want to be alone nor with these angels. And he started to blaspheme. All of the rest of the angels that were there and Satan began to blaspheme. I saw how one of Satan's wings stretched out and all around his wing he had gold. His garments were embroidered with gold. On his waist he had a belt made of gold that had his name on it. On his feet he had shoes of gold and his hair was curly made of gold. Lucifer was very handsome and the Lord Jesus Christ told me to look at his face and to fix my eyes into his eyes. When I fixed my eyes into his eyes, his eyes were blue in color. They were very beautiful that here on earth I would never be able to see such eyes. He was the spoiled one of God. And yes, he was the spoiled one of God. Jesus said, since he was the spoiled one of God, God gave him everything. If he wanted more gold, God would give him more gold for his wing. And now you're going to see how he's going to be left in this place. When he told me that, I saw how some chains grabbed his hands and his feet. Lucifer was placed on top of a table facing down. And I saw how his wing was cut off. When his first wing was cut off, he screamed very loudly, a horrible scream. When he screamed in that place, you could hear his scream. He was crying and he said, Why have you cut my wing if you say that I am your favorite one? Then they proceeded to the next wing and the same thing occurred. When both wings were cut off, he started to say, Let me go out of this place, release my hands, release my feet. And he started to blaspheme against God. When he started to blaspheme against God, his clothes were white and they were taken away from him and they placed upon him pants. And a voice was telling him, This is how you shall live for all eternity and you will be cursed in this place and you shall be judged on judgment day. When he said that, Satan began again to blaspheme against God. When he started to blaspheme God, the angels that had fallen from heaven started to fight. One of them said, Were you not going to give us a better place? Did you not promise that you were going to give us a better job? And Satan told them, Be quiet, be quiet, you cursed. When he started to say that, all the angels began to go over to him. But since they were tied down with chains in their hands, they weren't able to reach where Lucifer was and vice versa. Not even Lucifer was able to reach the other angels. There was a separation between them. They weren't able to come together. I saw how Satan's nails began to grow. The nails of his toes also started to grow and he began to grow a lot of hair. His body turned a little reddish in color. His eyes were no longer blue. They were of fire. He would stick his tongue out like a serpent. And I saw some chains began to wrap around him. And a voice was heard telling him, You shall be loosed on the day of judgment. I asked our Lord Jesus Christ, And the other angels, what are they? Why are they here? Besides the ones that were in heaven. 
and he told me he doesn't want to be by himself in this place he also wants to have angels but they are no good angels they are mean which means they are demons those are angels that Satan produced and I asked him how has Lucifer produced them and he told me because of his wickedness Jesus said he only has rights to do things here on earth and if you let him bring you here into this place through deceit not through good things just like all these angels that he has brought down from heaven that's why God has brought me on this earth to die and to carry the guilt every sin every condemnation when he was telling me this in front of me I saw a demon that was sticking out his tongue and he started to make fun of us and the demon was telling me be quiet don't say anything here is a better place than on earth over here you can do anything you want if you liked to dance while you were on earth over here you would dance eternally don't worry nothing will happen over here the other angel told me don't believe him because in this place there is torment look where I am right now for listening to Satan and the Lord Jesus Christ told me prepare so you don't come to this place and the ones that are over there on earth tell them the things that I have shown you and the things that my father has allowed you to see because no one has ever seen this place where the angels are and where they were then he said it's time to go back when we started to walk we came out through the same door and I heard a voice that was saying the one that fails to prepare shall come to this place that is my throne but once you arrive at my throne no one will escape and I will give them permission to sit on my throne after he said these words Satan began to blaspheme God because God didn't allow him to sit on his celestial throne and Satan was saying and yes I will allow them to sit in this place and he was telling me prepare because I want to see how you're going to come to this place because God has shown you too many things and it's not profitable for me for you to go to the earth and say these things he began to challenge me and if I can't succeed with you I will begin with that little church where you are and the Lord Jesus Christ told me to tell him that none of them shall come into this place unless only on behalf of God if they want they won't come when I told Satan that he began to laugh and the Lord Jesus Christ told me let's go and Satan began to blaspheme us then the Lord closed that door I saw how he closed those doors with some keys and I told the Lord Jesus but I didn't see any keys that you had with you and he told me my father has given them to me I can come to this place as many times as it is necessary but when he sends me not on my own we walked and I saw a light at the end of the path I saw my body and I was telling the servant my pastor that I could feel that I was dying and that my heart was not beating once again a tremendous pain entered into my heart my body could no longer bear it I felt that I was dying I was telling our Lord Jesus Christ 
I believed that I would die. And he told me, No, not yet. It's not yet your time. If my father has allowed you to say this, it is so that you can go to all nations in all places and tell the people what Satan is doing and the things that he has done. Satan doesn't want to be judged alone. He wants multitudes of people so they can share his throne. Because Satan wants to be worshipped just like my father. That's why he wants many people in his throne. But he will never be able to be like God. He told me, I will remove the pain that you have. When he said that, my body began to calm down. And my heart started to beat once again. I opened my eyes and the only thing that I wanted was to hug someone. When I opened my eyes, my pastor was there and I was very thrilled because I had such a desire to hug someone and because that place I experienced was not easy. Some believe that it is just my imagination, but I want to tell you that with such an experience with God and when our Lord Jesus Christ takes you into that place, your body feels it, your spirit feels it, your soul feels it. But thanks be to God, the Father, that He didn't allow me to die. When I have an experience with Him, it's more difficult in the spirit. Now imagine in the body and the soul. I came back at 3.45 p.m. in the afternoon with the Lord Jesus Christ. I will not be silent about the things that He has given me and shown me. Even if He bothers you that I tell you this. Even if Satan blows up. I will not be silent because he has chosen me to speak because I will give an account of the things that he has shown me and you will give an account of the things that you have done on earth. You will be judged. Now, my brother and sister, please pay close attention to what God is telling you. It's not the sister. It's not the brother. It's not the pastor. It's not the servant. It's not the leader. It's not the young woman. It's not the man. It's the Holy Spirit that is speaking into your life. Because my father says that nothing is hidden from him. He sees the depth into your heart. He formed you and created you. At whatever time he chooses, he can take your life away. But because of his mercy, he wants you to recognize that he is the real and living God. You can hide from people, but you can never hide from him. Pastor Francisca speaking. Brethren, may the Lord bless you. It's not an easy experience that Sister Sitlalit had. At the moment of the recording, she was overcome by anxiety. She felt desperation in her heart. That's why I'm here with her and had to come out in the recording. I want to tell you, my brother and sister, it's not easy because when she came back, she hugged me by my neck because I was beside her. Not a single moment did I separate myself from her. The whole time she was having this experience with the Lord, I was there. I wouldn't separate myself from her. I am beside them, praying and pleading with the Father to have compassion and mercy, to give her strength and courage, and to cheer them up. She hugged me very tightly. I want to tell you it's not easy, but thanks be to God that in this very small church of flame of fire of the Holy Ghost, my Father is doing great and big things. 
wherever you're listening from, very soon we will be in your church, if that's in your desire. We will be there in person, so it will be easier for you to listen to the message. Holy is the Lord. God bless you. May God bless you, Church of God. Blog Talk Radio.
in our life, hallelujah, by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, through the fire of the Holy Spirit, He is showing His loving kindness. He is drawing people back to His Son, because no one comes to the Son unless the Father brings them, and that's exactly what is going on. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. He is drawing people to his son because time has ran out. We're in the last day, brothers and sisters. This is the last day. And if this day finished, the trumpet sound and the rapture happened and the tribulation begins, brothers and sisters, hang on to Jesus. Hang on to the Lord. Don't give up for anyone or anything. Praise the Lord. The devil will do anything to have you stay because that will give him more opportunity to attack you, more chances for you to deny God, more chances for you to deny your faith, more chances for you, for you to get the mark of the beast, more chances for you walking away from God. And that's what he wants. For you to become an hallelujah, will come without faith. Be living and walking without faith is what the devil wants. God wants you to walk by faith. But the devil wants you to walk without faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Thank you, Lord. The devil knows that pretty well. He knows that very, very well. That without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hallelujah. Because if anyone is going to come to God, he must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Again, says the prophet Isaiah, I will build thee. Hallelujah. You see that we are so broken by sin that God needs to build us. And it has to be with loving kindness. Some people are so broken these last days that only the loving kindness of Christ, the loving kindness of Father God can build them. Oh, my God. Only that love. Only that loving kindness can build them back to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And it is available in Christ. Again, I will build thee, and thou shalt be built. Oh, virgin, I'm very strong. Not only will he build you, but he will build you so good that he will make you pure. He will make you righteous. He will make you holiness. He will make you right standing with God. I thank you, Jesus. As he builds your life, building your life is removing the things in your life that are not pleasing to him. And sin is not pleasing to him. The only thing pleasing to him is obedience, is sanctification, is pureness and holiness and right standing with him. Thank you, Jesus, in his hour. I thank you, Lord. So we need to be built. Hallelujah. By his righteousness, through his loving kindness. Thank you, Jesus. He will build a Dadashu. Again, be adored with thy timbrel, and should go forward and dance Hallelujah, then that make me merry. Praise the Lord. Jesus wants to be married to us. Hallelujah. In another word, he wants to be in relationship. Thank you, Lord. Verse 5, 
that thou shalt yet plant vines upon mountain of Samaria, and the plants that shall plant and shall eat them, and hallelujah, as common things. Your abundance, your food to eat, God wants it to be as a common thing that you will not lack anything in Him, but that you will have abundance because God will lead you to worship Him and thank Him for His mercy and grace. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. He wants to cleanse us. He wants to purify us. He wants to make us ready for the rapture. And this is the time that we need to be ready for the rapture, that our life needs to be ready for the rapture. Because this is the time of the rapture. There is not another time under heaven. There has not been another time in history. Like this time that you and I are in, this is the time of the Messiah. This is the time of Jesus. This is the time. This is our time. This is your time, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. Don't waste it. Don't waste time. But take advantage of the time to seek God to come close to your Creator, to come in relationship with your Creator, to work with your relationship with your Creator one-on-one. Thank you, Jesus. Loving Him, knowing that He loves you more. Love God. Fall in love with Jesus and know that He loves you more. There's no way you can love Him more. He loves you more because He loves you first. He offered Himself first. Before you can say, I love you, Jesus. He already, he already has proven his love to you on the cross. I thank you, Jesus. He already proven his love to you. Now it's our turn to prove our love to him, to suffer for his name, to suffer, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, to endure, to persevere, to go through anything, to carry a cross, but to carry his own cross. Oh, God, if we help him, hallelujah, but he's willing to help you and I, that I know he is so willing to help us, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He is, hallelujah, so willing to help us. For there should be a day that the watchman, hallelujah, oh, he always talks about this day. I read it in Isaiah. I read it in, in, in Jeremiah now. He always talks about that day. And this is the day, brothers and sisters. For there should be a day that the watchman upon my Ephraim should cry, Arise ye, and let us go unto Zion, unto the Lord our God. This is the day when the people of God, with the people as being pointing to the Messiah, as being pointing to the God, to arise, to arise, to wash, to wake up to the hour, because we are in the late hour, we are in the end hour, we are in the late Hallelujah, in our, thank you, Jesus, that we need to be wake up. We need to be awake. We need to be rise. Rise. Thank you, Lord. Rise your head. Look into the Lord looking for it. coming. Arise, he said. Thank you, Jesus. You need to arise in the Lord. You need to get up. You need to get up from sin. You need to arise from sin. Don't be stuck in the sinful life. Hallelujah, but repent your sin. And said, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord, that I have sinned. I'm sorry that I'm a sinner. Cleanse me. Purify me. Get me right ready, Lord. I'm sorry. I want to be right ready, Jesus. 
Get me right to ready, Jesus. Get me ready to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven. I want to escape the nation that is coming. I want to escape the tribulation that is coming. The evil one is coming to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that ye may have life and have it abundantly. There is abundant life in Christ. Arise, arise, my brother and sister. There is abundant life in Christ. Verse 7, for thou said the Lord, sing with gladness for Jacob, and shall among the chief of the nation proclaim ye, praise ye, and say, O Lord, say thy people, the remnant of Israel. This is the time when the bride of Christ needs to be praying for Israel more than ever in history. Because the time for Israel has come, and the Messiah, as he takes us home, and Israel see that great sign of the rapture, they are going to mourn, they're going to cry, they're going to question and say, this can only be done by God. Thank you, Lord. Remember, Nicolema talking to Jesus, brothers and sisters, and John, praise you, Lord. What did he say to, to Jesus? It is so interesting what he said. Thank you, Lord. Look what he says in John 3, 2. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher that comes from God. For no man can do this miracle that thou, that thou dost unless God be with him. What is the word of God teaching us? that the Jewish people don't believe in extraterrestrial beings. They don't believe in that. And so when the rapture happens, this is exactly what the Jewish people are going to say. Praise the Lord, Charlotte. They're going to say about Jesus exactly what they said about him two, over 2,000 years ago. For no man can do this miracle that thou does unless God be with him. There is no way these people that went home and the raptured can guide themselves to the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and go to heaven unless Jesus himself, God himself, Emmanuel, Yahweh, had done this for them to be taken to heaven. Praise you, Lord. This has to be the work of God, they're going to say. This is not the work of men. And then they're going to begin. This is going to be the light at the end of the tunnel that is going to lead the Jewish people to believe in Jesus as a rabbi, but not just as a rabbi, because they believe he was a rabbi. They call him rabbi. Nicodemus called him rabbi. They're going to call him Messiah. They're finally going to see him as who he is. He is a great rabbi. But he is also the Messiah of the Jewish people, the Messiah of Jacob. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And they're going to be awakened. Hallelujah. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I said unto thee, Unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. What is he talking about? He is focusing on salvation. He is focusing that this man, his message is salvation. That this man needs salvation. Okay, this is a great wonder. I know what I'm doing, Nicodemus. Praise you, God. But it's not about the sign. It's about the unique salvation. 
Praise the Lord. In fact, when Jesus took me to the tribulation the other day, it says to me, what is more important to you now? As I saw people turning into zombies, I saw people turning into bees. Praise the Lord. And I was like, over there, like, wow, what is this? And the Lord said, what is more important to you now? Oh, it came so clear. What is more important than money, than houses, than land, than anything else? We want, brothers and sisters, salvation becomes more important because it's our, if our life is ready with God, if we are ready to go home in the rapture, we will not see the tribulation. We will not end up in the tribulation. We will not stay in the tribulation. We have no business in the tribulation. Praise you, Lord. If our life is ready, if our salvation is secure with Christ, praise you, Lord. But it's after all, it's after the bride to prepare. It's up to the bride to repent. It's up to the bride to see God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Salvation is a free gift from God. But you need to repent. You need to see God. Praise you, Lord. You need to be holy and righteous before his presence. I thank you, Jesus. You need to be holy and righteous before the presence of mighty God, before the presence of mighty Messiah, Jesus. That you are found worthy to escape. That when he when he comes, when the trumpet sound, ye are found worthy to escape. Your life is ready to go home. You are ready. The Holy Spirit is in you. Remember, I shared this on the Lord's Tower many months ago. Many years ago. As I was walking with the Lord. But there was things in my life I knew were not be were not we're not pleasing to God. I was questioning my own salvation. And I was praying to Jesus. And I said, Lord, how did I know that I'm going home in the rapture? And I kept asking the Lord for an answer. I kept seeking the Lord for an answer. And I said, Lord, how do I know I am ready for the rapture? And Jesus spoke to me one night. And said to me, if my Holy Spirit is on you when the trumpet sounds, you are coming home with me. If my Holy Spirit is on you when I come, you are coming home with me. Praise the Lord. That made it so clear to me, brothers and sisters. That is the oil. That is missing in many lives, the Holy Spirit. He doesn't dwell just in any vessel. But God, hallelujah, will not reject anyone. He can put it in any vessel, too, who repent, who come to the Lord, who humble. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Lord. There was a man of God that was taken to heaven, and that was shown to him in heaven. Not everything that moves in the church is the Holy Spirit. And he was like, what? And the Lord showed him from heaven. Many that claim to have the Holy Spirit who don't have it. They don't have it. And he was shocked to the core of his being. He said, how can this be happening? And he saw Christians who claim to have the Holy Spirit sinning. And sinning, and sinning, 
in the hiding place, in the dark, where no one can see them, but God can see them. But the camel had to see them. They thought they were right. They thought they could not lose their salvation. But they had no Holy Spirit in them. Praise you, Lord. Who do we lie to? Who do we kill? We cannot hide from the eyes of God. God knows everything. And these people claim to be speaking in tongues. And he saw them talking amongst each other. But I was shown to him from heaven that they did not have the Holy Spirit. How this can be? Brothers and sisters, pray about it. Pray about it. Uh, they, some people can memorize tongues and repeat them. There are so many ways. I don't want to go in details. I don't want to sin against the Holy Spirit of God. But I just tell you what was revealed to this man of God. Praise you, Lord. There's many come to say in the last days. Many are being deceived. Many are being misled. There is a lot of people that claim to have the Holy Spirit. They, they are satanic church that speak in tongues supposedly. They worship the devil. And they they can show people speaking in tongues. There's a lot of counterfeit on earth these days. That's why many people can be deceived. Praise the Lord, because people follow the gifts. If someone speaks in tongues, they run to that person. If someone speak, speaks prophecy, they run to that person. Praise the Lord, and they're following signs. Don't follow signs. The Lord will lead you. The Holy Spirit will lead you to all truth. If you have the Holy Spirit, He will lead you to all truth. Be ye not deceived, says the Lord. In Matthew 24. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. There will be people. I saw people in the tribulation that ended up staying, following leaders and pastors down here. They're sorry to tell you. Praise you, Lord. They claim to be men of God. Praise you, Lord. But they stay in the tribulation. And one that sounds so sweet, and hallelujah, a pastor that sounds so sweet in his message, with so many people follow him. I saw him in the tribulation. And I walked to the middle of his service. And I said, how long are you going to continue to lie to these people? And he says, what are you talking about, Elby? How did he knew my name? I don't know. But I said, how, how long are you going to continue to lie to these people? They follow you before the tribulation. Now they are in the tribulation with you, and they can see all the evil going around. And they're still following you. Praise the Lord. He says, I will ask you kindly to get out of my church, he says. But he said, before I leave, I want to show these people that you are fake. And I walked to him. And I said, demon, that is send this man, deceiving and lying demon. Show yourself right now in the name of the Lord. And he tried to lie. But his eyes became, hallelujah, his eyes began to change. His body began to tremble. I was speaking to him under the power of the Lord. And the demon started manifesting himself. And because in the tribulation, people will see demons. The demon started coming out of him. 
And the demon said, how do you know I was in this body? I said that the servant of the Lord will be come out of this body. Right in front of the congregation. And I can hear people say, we didn't know he had a demon. I can see people saying, one another, let's get out of here. He's been demon possessed. He likes us. He deceives us. Be ye not deceived. Brothers and sisters, there are people demon possessed teaching the word. Be ye not deceived. Misleading people. That's why people don't know what to believe anymore. Because they got the Bible in the hand. But they are demon possessed. They're demon possessed, brothers and sisters. And I, in the Lord, the sermon He has given me, if I, if I put on one of the messages, I can feel the demonic message coming out of them. I can, I can feel it. But that's what people wants to follow. Those are the people, people, the multitude follow wants to listen to, because they talk so much logic, with such a great wisdom and understanding. But it's, it's not wisdom. It is only knowledge that they're giving people. They're not giving people no revelation. They're not leading people in relationship with the Lord. They're only leading people with knowledge, but not the knowledge that comes from heaven, the knowledge of this earth, the knowledge that will not get you in relationship with God. God, have mercy. Praise you, Lord. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. Be careful. Trust the Lord always. Praise you, Lord. Even if I bring you a message, you should have to go to the Lord about it. If I'm preaching something and you feel that it is not of God, take it in prayer. Take it in prayer with the Lord and ask the Lord. You will not offend me if you go to the Lord. If you say, Brother Elby, I need to pray to see if this is from God. You will not offend me. You will make me happy. A lot of people get surprised, even on the phone. People have spoken with me about this. It says, you said something that I, I don't think is of God. I'm going to pray about it. I said, no, yeah, that's right. Do it. Seek God about it. And they're like, like, oh, it was someone else with a guy I'm offended. Why are you not offended, brother? And I said, why would I be? Praise the Lord. I want you to hear from the Lord about my message, my teaching. Because once the Lord confirms them to you, your doubt is the better one. Can I use doubt and unbelief now against you? Because the Lord already has confirmed it to you. Thank you, Lord. This is not about Elvi. It's not about you. This is all about Jesus and his message of salvation. And if we are walking with Jesus, Jesus doesn't have a problem confirming your message. I had asked the Lord several times already, will you confirm this to your people? He said, yes, he said. And he has done this so many times with pastor, ministry, prophet, people of God. They go to the Lord and say, Lord, this is and the Lord say, yes, it's mine. And then they have peace about it and they walk with God. I was a brother. I shared a brother from France. He went to heaven to a brother that I know. Asked Jesus in heaven if I was preaching his message. And Jesus looked at him and said, yes, he is preaching the message I'm giving him to preach. And then they have peace about it. And heaven in the third heaven, brothers and sisters. So don't be surprised if you're down here. Jesus is confirming it to you. Jesus has confirmed it to them in the third heaven. And then they contacted me. I had a brother for days trying to contact me, praise the Lord, just to tell me that, that in heaven Jesus told him 
that I was preaching his message and that the Lord's hour was the prayer and he was using to prepare people for the rapture. And I said, oh, thank you for that confirmation, brother. When he told me this on the phone, I said, thank you, brother. This is exactly what Jesus told me years ago. And I'm glad he confirmed it to me again through you, brother. Praise the Lord. But people think I'm going to be offended. No, I will be happy. You'll make me happy if you go to Jesus about anything I say, anything I teach, anything I preach. Praise the Lord. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. It's about him saving soul, bringing us to heaven. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. The glory goes to him, not to me or anybody else. Brothers and sisters, if this is not that you're going to confirm it, thank you, Lord. He has been confirming it so far. Thank you, Jesus. And people have been coming so close with God in their relationship. As they've been listening to the Lord's Tower, now some can hear Jesus speaking to them audible. They're like, oh, man, I want to be Brother for so long. And God used your program to get my life ready so I can hear the Lord now. I said, I'm so glad, I'm so glad. Because when you receive by faith, when you listen by faith, he will prepare your life to make you ready for the rapture, to bring you closer to him and relationship. I thank you, Jesus. He will do that. The Lord will do that. The Holy Spirit will do that in your life. If you call unto him, he will answer. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. He loves us so much, brothers and sisters. He wants to take us to heaven. He don't want us to stay down here because since the guarding is in heaven, what God meant for us to have from the beginning, we messed it up. And now God has given us a second chance to go home in the rapture and enjoy that beautiful garden where nothing, we will lack nothing. All we have is abundance, presence of God, more of God, the glory of God goes there forever. So much of Jesus, so much revelation of Jesus. No one will ever need to teach you. You will never have to have a preacher. You have God himself teaching you. What's better than that, brothers and sisters? What is better than that? They have God himself teach you. That's exactly what he wants. He wants to teach you himself. He wants to make you his disciple. When he chose, brothers and sisters, 12 disciples to teach them the, the word, praise you, Lord. This is what he said to the, the, the people that believe in him. Hallelujah. Before he left, he wanted to make it, make it clear to them. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. This is what he said. In John John 8.30, as he spoke these words, many believe in him. Then he said, then said Jesus to the Jew who believed in him, if you continue in my word, then ye are my disciple indeed. What constitutes that we are a true disciple of Christ? If we continue in his word, this is a daily work of Christ. You need to every day, brothers and sisters, come with us together as disciples of Christ. And as the Lord bring his word and his revelation, we walk, walk with Christ together. If you, want, if you want us to fellowship with us, you are welcome. If you want more Christ, if you want a relationship with Christ, you are welcome to listen to this program. You are welcome to join us, to fellowship with us. 
Praise your Lord. We won't criticize you. We will not judge you. We will not send to judge anyone. We're here only to help people to pray for one another. Join us in the corporate fasting Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And your life will be blessed. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord continue to give strength to those that join us in the corporate fasting. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. And then he said, If ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This is the wonderful thing about the Word of God, that as you listen to the Word of God, any unbelief, any chain will be broken off your life. As you continue daily to seek God, the Lord will make you free. He came to set the captive free. That's what he came for. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Verse 34, Jesus answered to them, Very, very, I said unto you, whosoever commits sin is a servant of sin. And the servant abide not in the house forever, but the son abide ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Praise you, Lord, completely. Hallelujah. Truly, he will make you free. He will make you a free disciple of him. He will make your life free. He will help you in serving and freedom and the freedom of the Holy Spirit. For when the Spirit, there is freedom. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God is speaking to someone tonight. God is ministering to someone tonight. We need to hear this word. Who is seeking God to fellowship. Who is seeking God for more God. God is speaking to your life. Come close to him because the Lord will come close to you. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Lord. He's so awesome. He's so great. That's what such a wonderful God we serve. Hallelujah. What a great God we serve, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, thank you, Jesus. 31a says, Behold, I will bring them from the north country and guard them from the coast of the, of the earth. And with them, the blind and the lame, the women with child, and her that prevail with shadow together and great company shall return. God has a plan for the for the for the for the small, for the great, for the old. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He, God wants to see everyone well. That's why He wants to take care of everyone. He wants to take care of you and I. Because only Him can take care of us. Why? Because He made us. He knows us better than ourselves. He knows what you like. He knows what you love. God wants to, hallelujah, be your lover. He wants to take care of you. He wants you to love him as he loves you and wants to take care of you, brothers and sisters. And I, he wants to take care of us, brothers and sisters. That's what he wants because he loves us. He made us for himself. I thank you, Jesus. But now they shall, shall come with weeping. And with supplication where I lead them, I will cause them to walk by the river of water in a straight way when they should not stumble. For I am a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. He is a father to Israel, and Ephraim is, hallelujah, is a firstborn. I, I find out this week that I'm of the tribe of Judah, and I was excited. I didn't even know this. Praise the Lord, until the Lord made it clear this weekend, sharing with brothers and sisters, uh, uh, who was telling me they were for another tribe. And I find out from the tribe of Judah, I said, oh, wow, that is incredible. It all made sense to me. 
praise the Lord, our life only made sense in God, brothers and sisters. It will only make sense in Him. It cannot make sense out of Him. Our life can only make sense in His presence as He ministers to us, as, as He gives us the knowledge, the wisdom, as He prepares us to come to His kingdom. This, this, this is what He makes our life make sense. Because otherwise, it would not make sense. He made it for Himself, brothers and sisters. This is why He can make our life sense. He can make sense of our life, brothers and sisters. This is why we need to seek Him. This is why we need to come to Him. This is why we need to spend time in His presence every day, brothers and sisters, because He will teach us things about ourselves, more about Him for sure, but He will reveal things about ourselves that you will not, you cannot know this by any other way, by any other means. Only the Lord Jesus Christ can reveal things about your life that it will help you to grow in Him, that will help you to come to Him, that will help you to follow in love more with Him, that will help you to seek Him more every day. Thank you, Jesus. will help you to desire Him even more. Praise you, Jesus, because that's what happens when you grow in relationship. Every day you desire more of the other person, and that person is our Lord and Rabbi Jesus Christ. He wants you to desire more of Him because He desires more of you. Thank you, Jesus. And we give him little, and he wants more. This is the time he wants more. You don't need to go to heaven to give him more. You can give him more right now, down here. Thank you, Jesus. Say to him, Lord, I give you my heart, Jesus. I give you my life, Jesus. Take my heart, Lord. Take my life, Jesus. Oh, Lord, take my life. Take my heart. Give him all, brothers and sisters. Stop, stop fighting him. Of fighting to, from giving you your love to Him. Because if you are not giving all your love to Jesus, all your heart to Jesus, all your life to Jesus, you may have some, you might, you might share it with someone else. You might be in spiritual adultery with Him, or spiritual fornication, which become idolatry and witchcraft before His presence. And if you have any witchcraft and idolatry in you, you needed to repent of this, this now and say, Lord, I repent. Lord, in my relationship with you, Lord, I repent, Lord, this law, idolatry, Lord, all, all witchcraft, all sorcery, all black magic, Lord, I repent for vacation, I repent adultery, Lord, in my relationship with you, Lord, I'm so sorry for, for my unfaithfulness, I'm sorry, Lord, for my unfaithfulness to you, Lord, I'm so sorry, Jesus, for my unfaithfulness to you, I'm so sorry, my Lord and Rabbi Jesus Christ, I'm sorry, Lord, I'm sorry. For my unfaithfulness to you, Lord, and watch what happens when it's lifted up your life. If, if it is there, it will be lifted up. If you're doing it sincerely with your heart, brothers and sisters, it will be lifted that same from your life, and you will feel that freedom. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just say it. Just say, Lord, I'm sorry for my unfaithfulness to you, Lord Jesus. I'm sorry, my master and rabbi. My Lord, my God, my Savior, my high priest, I'm so sorry for my unfaithfulness to you. I am so sorry for offending you, Lord, for causing jealousy, oh, Lord, in my relationship, Lord. I'm so sorry, Lord. I'm so sorry, Lord. 
I'm so sorry for my unfaithfulness, Lord. Go ahead, repeat it. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Just repeat it. Say, Lord, I'm so sorry for my unfaithfulness, my, my spiritual unfaithfulness to you, Lord. I am so sorry, Lord Jesus. Take my heart, O oh Lord. Take my life, O oh Lord. Take me completely, Jesus. Take me, O oh Lord. Take my whole life, Lord. Take everything I want to be, O oh Lord, and you, O oh Jesus. I beg of you, Lord. Oh God, he will take it from you. He will take from you. He will cleanse you. Cleanse my heart, oh Jesus. Cleanse my mind, oh Jesus. Create within me a pure heart, oh Lord. Against thee, against thee have I sinned, oh Lord. Against thee have I sinned, oh Lord. Forgive me, oh Jesus. Forgive me, oh Lord. Cleanse my heart, oh Jesus. Cleanse my life, oh Lord. Oh, Jesus, I want to be ready for you, Lord. I want to welcome you, Jesus. I want to go home with you, Jesus. I want to be with you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. I want to give you all my time. I want to give you all my worship. Oh, Lord, take it, Jesus. As it is, I give it to you, Lord. Only to you, Lord, Jesus, I give it to you. Only to you, my God, my love, my, my high praise. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And as you say this, you are anointing. The presence of Jesus will come on you. It will come on you and will fear you. It will fear the emptiness in you. As you give everything to him, his presence will fear the emptiness in your life. The emptiness will be filled. And there will be no more emptiness by his love, his caring love, his loving kindness will be there. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus, Lord my God. You're taking the sins of the world. I worship you alone. Let that anointing fill your heart. Let that anointing fill your life. I command all sickness to leave in the name of Jesus. I command, I command all sickness, spiritual sickness to leave in the name of Jesus. Psychological, emotional sickness. I bind it and I command in the name of Jesus to go. Go in the name of Jesus. Let the mind have you set free. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Yeshua, in the name of Yahshua, I command it to leave. Lord, it's your people. Let your order feel the land. Let the order feel the life. In Jesus' name, say I receive. I receive. I receive your order. I receive your order, Lord. I receive your sin, Lord. In Jesus' name, I receive it. I receive. I receive your healing. I receive your healing in Jesus' name. We heal in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. Receive your healing. Let his presence, let his anointing, let his fire minister to you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Oh, my goodness. Let the hate of protection come upon your life and your family. In Jesus' name, come and I it. I said, Lord, I want more of you, Jesus. Say, Lord, I want more of you tonight. In Jesus' name. I come with a man to the Lord to receive from you the Lord. In Jesus' name, receive it. Receive it, receive it. Let him feel the light, Let him feel the light, In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, receive it. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you for your anointing, O Lord, and your presence, O Lord. In the presence of the Lord, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Minister to your people, Lord, the need of the Lord of oh God, of oh Jesus. 
Lord Jesus, minister from your throne, O Lord, to your bride, O Lord, prepare life and heart for you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, O Lord, we humble ourselves before your presence, O Lord, Rabbi Jesus, we humble. Lord, we repent, pray in the name of Jesus, so for Christ. Thou and I believe, I'm sorry, O Lord, I'm sorry, O Lord, I'm sorry, Lord, we humble ourselves before your presence, O Jesus. Oh, Lord, forgive us, Lord, forgive us for your people, Lord, for everyone listening, Lord, tonight in Jesus' name, oil, with fresh oil from heaven, oh, Jesus, for the Lamb, fill their life, fill them with fresh oil, Lord, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, oh, Lord, fill the land for all our minister in a special way, oh, Lord. Lord Jesus, take all burden, Lord, for your people, all burden. In Jesus' name, Lord, we're loving, kind of you. I love us, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, mighty God. We serve what a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for your fire, Jesus. Let your fire come upon your people. Let the fire come on those that are hungry for you, Lord. More of you, Lord, rest of us, oh, Jesus. In Jesus' name, fill the land with oil. Fill the life with oil. Let your fire, let your fire come upon the life of all, Lord Jesus. Their family in Jesus' name, let salvation not to go on their heart. In Jesus' name, O Lord, in Jesus' name, O Lord, bring salvation upon your people, O Lord. In Jesus' name, O Lord, bring the joy of your salvation tonight to your people, O Lord. Lord Jesus, arise to your people, Lord. Arise, awake. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming for you tonight. Arise, arise. Receive it, Lord, in loving kindness. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. What a mighty Lord. What a mighty Lord. What a mighty Lord. Jeremiah, that you want to hear the word of the Lord, all ye nation, and they perish in the island afar off, and say, He that scattered Israel will go out of him, and keep him, and shepherd his flock, hallelujah, he was shepherd, he's your shepherd, he is a true shepherd, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, come to Jesus, come to the Lord, give your life to Jesus, give your life to the Lord, my friends, give your life to Jesus, come close to Jesus, come close to the Lord in relationship with the Lord, prepare, prepare to go home with the Messiah, your Messiah is coming, is your life ready, are you ready for your Messiah? Repair your sin, repair your sin before his presence. Repair his mercy and glory for all that. It is available because the night is coming. The night is coming. Now, now is the time. Now is the time. But the day is still lasting a bit. Oh God, have mercy. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Prepare your life to meet the Lord. Prepare your heart to meet the Lord. He is coming soon. Hallelujah. His presence is real. His anointing, His power is real. Prepare your life for Jesus. Prepare your life for the Lord. Prepare your life for Him. Give your life to Jesus. Give your life to the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Commit. Commit to Him tonight. We commit your life to Jesus tonight. Say, Lord, I want to serve you in spirit and truth. I want to walk with you, Jesus, in spirit and truth. I want to be ready for your coming, Jesus. I want to be ready for the rapture, to Jesus. Prepare my heart. Prepare my life. Prepare me, Lord, for your coming. In Jesus' name, this morning, 
the Lord will prepare you. The Lord will prepare you. If you cry out to Him, if you ask Him for help, He will help you. He wants to help you. He wants to help you. He wants to fill your oil. Receive the oil tonight of His presence. Receive the oil of His presence tonight. Receive the Holy Spirit tonight. In Jesus' name, get you a mate. Grash your mate. Receive it. Open your heart for the Lord. Open for Him to fill your oil. In Jesus' name. Oh, is available. He is the fountain of all. The fountain of all that put on the earth. Thank you, Jesus. He will give you that oil. If you ask for it, your lamb needs oil. He will fill your lamb with oil. He will fill your lamb with oil tonight. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What a mighty God. What a great God we serve, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. I said that he wants the heaven. said, for the Lord out redeemed Jacob and ran to him from the hand of him. That was stronger than he. It don't matter who is stronger than you. The Lord will redeem you. The Lord will redeem you. The Lord will take you to heaven in the rapture. If you wait for him, he is coming for you. Let the bride say, come, O Lord. And the spirit and the bride says, come. And the spirit and the bride says, come. And him that says, come. Come, 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 Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come for your people, Lord Jesus. Come and take us from Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, the fire is coming. Love is coming. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. We love is coming. We love is coming. The fire is coming. Oh, he will fill your life with oil. He will fill your love with oil. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. He has abundant oil. He is the fountain of it. He is the fountain of the oil. He is a brother. I think Jesus has the fountain of oil. And I marvel at this. Oh, brothers and sisters, he is the fountain of oil. Thank you, Jesus. And it runs. And it runs. He never runs out of oil. And the oil just keeps flowing and running, running out of him. And I marvel at this fountain. I saw this fountain that was Jesus Christ. Right in front of me, he turned into a fountain. And I saw the oil from the bride running out. Oh, my goodness, the oil was running over out of the fountain that is Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters. He has abundant oil for you and I. He wants our life to be prepared for the righteous, to be ready for his coming. I thank you, Jesus. He wants to. He wants us to be ready for him. Thank you, Lord. If we are ready, he will come because he is faithful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I said, Jeremiah 31 taught that therefore that shall come and sing in, in the highs of Zion and shall flow together to the goodness of the Lord. I love that. It will flow together to the goodness of the Lord for we and for buying and for oil, for the young flock and for the end of the earth. Earth. I said, there shall so be, shall be of water going, and they that should, that should not sorrow anymore at all. You will not sorrow at all when you fill your life with his oil, with his abundance. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. You will have abundance from him. He wants to give us abundance, brothers and sisters. He don't want to see us lacking anything. He wants us to have more in him. He wants to be our supplier, our helper, because our helper comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What a great God we have, brothers and sisters. What a great Lord we have. What a great Savior we have. He loves us so much. Hallelujah. Verse 13, then show the virgin rejoices in the dance. 
both young men and old men, for I will turn their mourning into joy. I will comfort them and make them rejoice for their sorrow. God wants you to rejoice on your sorrow. Not always. Hallelujah. Say, oh, I buy my life in. Not anymore. The Lord can turn your sorrow into joy. He wants to turn your sorrow into joy. I thank you, Jesus. Rejoice on your sorrow. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. This life will be left behind very soon. You will not remember what you went through in this life anymore. The only thing you remember is that you serve the Lord, that you were his disciple. Thank you, Jesus, that he gave you salvation on the cross. You will remember the good things and not the bad. Your life will be completely changed very soon. My brother and my sister, rejoice in the Lord. He has abundance for you and I. My brother, my sister, you can believe that, that the Lord, everything he has, he will make it available for you and I as we seek him, as we come to him. Thank you, Lord. We are his bride, and there will not be nothing he will hold back from you and I, but he will give himself all completely to us. My brother, my sister. Oh, I thank you, Lord. And he has so much to give. He has unlimited supply to give himself his love, his mercy, his protection. Oh, God, his loving kindness. Hallelujah, his knowledge, his wisdom. Everything you need from God, Jesus has it available for you. Thank you, Lord, and we'll make it available always as you come in close relationship with him. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, because he loves us. He loves us with everlasting love. I thank you, Lord, and I will satiate the soul of the priest with fatness, and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, said the Lord, his goodness, hallelujah, we will be satisfied with his goodness, only his goodness can satisfy us, oh, I thank you, Jesus, and the Lord knows that, the Lord knows that, that only his goodness can satisfy us, my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, oh, God. The goodness of the Lord, the goodness of Jesus. Oh, what a God, what a merciful God, what a good God, what a great God, what a merciful God, what a wonderful God, everlasting counselor. Hallelujah. Everlasting Father. I thank you, Jesus. Verse 15, that says, The Lord is born, was heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping. Rachel weeping for her children, refused to be comforted for her children because they were no more. God have mercy. Now say the Lord, restrain thy voice from weeping and thy eyes from fear. For, the, for thy work shall be rewarded, says the Lord. It shall come back from the land of the enemy. Oh God, we will come home. We will come back as we come home. Thank you, Jesus, from the land of the enemy. This earth has been turned into the land of the enemy. And we will be taken out of this earth because God don't want us no more in the land of the enemy. And our work should be rewarded, says the Lord to the prophet Jeremiah. It will be rewarded. Everything you do for the Lord will be rewarded. Oh, retain thy voice from weeping and thy eyes from tear. Oh, it will be all joy in the Holy Spirit. It will be joy in the presence of God that we are going to have as we are once we are raptured, everything is going to turn into joy. Very soon, brothers and sisters, very, very soon, everything will be turned into joy by the Lord. I thank you, Jesus. And there is hope in thy, in thy end. Hallelujah. There is hope in thy end, says the Lord, that thy children should come back to their own borders. Hallelujah. Their own borders. Thank you, Lord. And that is what we have for us. 
as the Lord finished ends the tribulation and makes a new heaven and a new earth. When the righteous what blows is the word of God, you and I, the one watching the blood of Jesus, that's the only thing that can make us righteous, brothers and sisters. And we are coming back to the earth to reign with Christ a thousand years when we will be king and priest with the Lord. How do you like that now? King and priest. We will be with the Lord, I thank you, Jesus. What a mighty promise he's given us, brothers and sisters. What a mighty promise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Surely after I was turned and I repented, and after I was entrapped, I smiled. My tie, I was ashamed, yay, even confounded because I bore with most of my youth. Thank you, Lord. This is what Israel had to go through. Hallelujah. And the tribulation, that said the Lord, I hold the God of Israel. I.g., they shall use the speech in the land of Judah and the sea thereof, when I will should bring them back from captivity. The, the Lord. Bless thee, O habiting of justice in the mountain of holiness. All this will be true a hundred percent in the millennium verses. I see this. The holiness of Christ will be in that mountain. Praise you, Lord. He Jesus will end the seven years tribulation, brothers and sisters. And will begin as we renew the earth, the new millennium. Praise you, Lord. If the earth was made with a bang, it going out with a bang, another bang. But it will be the bang of the Lord Jesus Christ as he renew and makes everything again. And there shall be, hallelujah, and there shall be done Judah itself and all the city thereof together, husband, men, and they to go forward with the flock. Hallelujah. He will take care of his people. For I have satisfied the very soul. I have replenished every soul, uh, sorrow so forth. Hallelujah. So upon this I wait and beheld, and my sleep was sweep unto me. Praise the Lord. Behold. The day cometh, says the Lord, that I will sow the house of Israel in the house of Judah. Thank you, Jesus. With seed of men and with the seed of beasts. Oh, I thank you, Lord. They will be completely separated, not like in Genesis 6. Hallelujah. Completely, hallelujah, men and beasts. Praise the Lord. The seed of men and the seed of beasts. Not one seed, not one DNA or two DNA put together, but two different DNA is what I meant. Thank you, Lord. Our God is so good. Our God is so awesome. Hallelujah. But God has to build for that. Verse of me, and I shall come to pass that as I have rushed over them to plant out and to break down. This is what God is going to have to do plant out and break down, and to throw down and to destroy and to afflict. So will I watch over them to build and to plant, says the Lord. He has to break, he has to throw down in order for the earth to be built, for the earth, hallelujah, to be renewed. This is how the Lord would have to do it, brothers and sisters. I thank you, Jesus. Our God is great God. It's awesome God. I thank you, Lord. Our sister Emily, prophet of the Lord, has put out on YouTube two powerful words. And she talks about famine is coming to the land. And then the Lord talked to her about planting, planting seed, brothers and sisters. I don't know how many of you have heard this, this message from her. Planting seed, brothers and sisters. It's very, it's very important that as, as the famine is coming upon the land and the whole earth, people all over the earth that listen to us that begins to plant seed, plant their own garden, plant their own food to eat, your own vegetable, brothers and sisters. You can buy seeds online to plant your own vegetable, and you don't need to have a lot of land, just a small land, and begin to plant seed, a vegetable and things that you like to eat. Brothers and sisters, because things are going to get 
very difficult at the end, and we are at the end. And this is time, brothers and sisters, we begin to plant, praise your Lord, to grow vegetables, tomato, whatever you can grow, praise your Lord, in your house, even in your own house. Go ahead and do it, brothers and sisters, because time, the difficult time, the famine is very close. As the Lord said to me, that the economy is going to fall. So has the Lord said to our dear sister Emily, that the economy is going to, to fall very soon. And she talks about it in this audio that I'm going to play in a few minutes. The economy is going to, to, to hallelujah, fall. And the government is not telling people the truth. You're not going to hear the truth from your government. They're going to lie. They're going to deceive. They're going to mislead people to the end. And once it's fall, you'll see millions of people fighting amongst each other, brothers and sisters. Blaming the government, the governor, blaming the state representative, blaming the court, blaming the whole system. And the whole system going into the tribulation very soon, it's going to fall. It's not going to last because it's not of God. No, no house that is not planted on the rock, Jesus Christ, is going to last. Hallelujah. They have planned their homes, their house, their court, the system, the government, on the sand. And this is why it's going to fall when, when, when the tsunami comes. Hallelujah. When the tornado comes, when the hurricane comes. Their house is going to fall. The, the government, they know understand, not on the solid rock that is Jesus Christ. And we have seen this on television, the Ten Commandments being taken out of our out of court system. And this is not just the United States. Other countries have been fought into this and have begun, have begun to do this, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. No how planted on the sand will stand. And we're only stand if it's planting on the rock. You see a lot of rich people buying uh, pieces of land around around the earth, making beautiful homes, millions of dollar mansions on the sand. And I, I, I just look at it and I say, How can how can they not read the Bible? You cannot build a house on the sand. It has to be built on the rock. The rock is represented by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And all these homes that are made on the sand are going to fall. All these economy, all government, a representative that have built their house on the sand, the economy on the sand, the, the law system on the sand. They have moved away from the rock. Our, our constitution was built on the rock, on the word of God. It now has been moved to the sand, brothers and sisters. And that's why it's going to fall. That's why it cannot stand. Because only a house there on the rock can stand, brothers and sisters. This is the sad part about our, our our system today, our politicians today, brothers and sisters. But continue to pray for your nation. Continue to pray for souls to be saved, for sure. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, the peace of Israel. I want to thank each and one of you for your prayer and your financial support. Thank you for your faithfulness to the Lord, for your obedience to the Lord. Hallelujah, when he said, bring your tithes and offerings to your house and let it be a let it, let it be abundance. Hallelujah, he will be, rebuke the devourer and will bring abundance. Hallelujah. And, and the Lord is faithful. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, America is drinking the cup of the Lord and the cup of the devil. That is so sad, and that is true. But, you know, in the end time, everything will be revealed. 
America will be revealed, the world will be revealed as they are. Praise you, Lord. As, the, as these nations are mur murdering people in secret, God is revealing it for people to see on television, on the media, on the internet. There is nothing secret that will not be brought to light. The Word of God says, and that's the solid rock of God. Jesus Christ is the Word. And so all these things, brothers and sisters, that they're doing in secret, God is going to reveal them. The Lord showed me the other night after he brought me from heaven that morning, he also showed me that the Arab nations who are seeking technology from the United States, sorry to say, carry in his best friend, the beast, are selling technology to the Middle East. I heard today, you're going to hear from, from hallelujah, hummingbird, that it's so sad, and it's just so sad, but I, I see this, and I see this too from before. They are selling, uh, the Lord showed me, they are selling technology to the Arabs. And the technology they are being sold to the Arabs is being used to kill Jews, Jews, men, and women, brothers and sisters. Shalom, they are walking in truth. This is, this is the solid part, brothers and sisters. The technology that the U.S. and these nations are selling to the, to the Arabs, to, 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 the, to the Iranians, and all those nations around them, if they are buying the technology to kill the Jewish people. That's why it's becoming so difficult for Israel to protect the borders, brothers and sisters, because the technology is so advanced, it's so well-made, made in the United States. Brothers and sisters, and they are being used against them. The Lord Jesus showed this to me. Praise the Lord. I wanted to show this here, uh, share this here. God have mercy on this land. Right. And the Lord showed me in the dream as he took me out in the spirit that right from this nation, the intelligence, the, the technology was being sold to them, or was given to them. Hallelujah. And, and, and it's being used, brothers and sisters. Shalom. I love you, Heavenly Father. And, and it's being sold to them or given to them. Uh, I heard today that uh, they, they have a uh, carrier next to Iran to protect Iran nuclear uh, plants from the from the from the planes of Israel, brothers and sisters, from bombing them. They are protecting Israel enemy from Israel bombing their enemy who wants to kill them and destroy them and erase them as a nation. Oh brothers and sisters, where have this nation gone to? Where all these European nations are going to? Carrying the beast, what they're doing is being noticed by God. And this is why the Lord very soon will take his bride out of here. Because he's going to get a hold of them very soon. And he's going to begin to punish them. And to everything that gave them joy, and everything that gave them security and peace, the Lord is going to bring it down. He's going to break. As fire comes down from heaven, according to Revelation, as the Lord began to shake the earth, so will this nation becomes nothing. So will the nations become nothing, says the Lord through Isaiah. He will destroy the nation. Benjamin is of the Lord. Benjamin is of the Lord. The Lord says, Benjamin is mine. Benjamin is of the Lord. He is going to take Benjamin upon his enemies, brothers and sisters. They will not escape his father God. They are not going to escape him. 
Oh, they have escaped judgment. But the Father God got their eyes on them. And God said, he is going to punish the wicked. And he says, they will not.